This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm a manifester. You go back and listen to an old video from a year ago, everything's happened. There isn't nothing that I haven't touched. I can even sometimes update the video and I can drop a video in three months and it'll be up to date current to what I'm saying. You're a big law of attraction guy. Yeah. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host. Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You know what to do. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji doesn't really matter. If you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, give us a five-star review. Helps out more than you know. And actually write out why you like the show. Uh, Periodically, I go onto iTunes and see what people are saying. And if there's anything new, I like to share it on the podcast. And you guys have been really slacking on that lately, which is uh, unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. So hook a brother up. Uh, if you guys are are watching this during the premiere or you know the the live, this is a pre-recorded, but the pre-recorded live on Monday morning, sound off in the live chat. You know, I'm usually in there editing videos, and if I'm not for whatever reason, um, you know, talk amongst yourselves, <laughs> ask questions and stuff like that. It's fun. And uh, you guys can send super chats during these pre-records. I just can't show them on the screen, but I, if I do see them, uh, I do take a screenshot because they they pop in. Uh, they, I get a notification about it on the back end, usually an email notification. And I will go on. Uh, I'll go on YouTube on the back end, screenshot it, and share that on social media. So don't be afraid to do that. <laughs> Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Join the email list. This uh, this is my hedge against getting kicked off of social media. Um, I've been banned on TikTok. I, my second account has a shadow ban. Uh, I have no control over these platforms. You know, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. I have no control over those. So, I, you know, if I ever get kicked off, I need to be able to tell you guys where to follow me, right? So get on the email list. For your troubles, you can get a PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. And then I'll also mail you some stickers for your troubles. Check out my Practical Law of Attraction course for the entire month of November. You can get it for 30% off with code THANKFUL2023. I'll play a commercial for that shortly. Get on the beer club, guys. Beer.comeonmanpod.com. At the time of this recording, we just had November's meetup this last Thursday. Uh, And I'm recording this on the Wednesday before, so I I don't know how that went that went but based on previous beer club meetups i'm sure it was awesome okay so only 10 bucks a month it's a good group of guys we just talk about guy stuff nothing heavy it's just a good outlet for guys we get together once a month talk about whatever's on our minds you know it could be trucks it could be football it could be the whamming it doesn't matter you know there's no filter it's not recorded it's private you don't have to worry about women getting up in their feels about what you're saying because women aren't invited guys and if you want any kind of coaching, coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. All right, joining me this week is a real treat. He's kind of a kind of a legend, kind of a, he's kind of well known. People know this guy. He's been in the space for quite a long time. 
Uh, he's the author of 65 or so books. He's an international man of mystery, a little bit of a professional wrestling aficionado. You might have heard of him. His name is Afi Kingdom. Afi joins me today. We talk about all sorts of stuff. We talk about women. We talk about uh, traveling. We talk about uh, next level game. You know, we talk about pro wrestling and stuff and how, you know, it's pro wrestling psychology, guys. It's it's it's, it's not just fun, you know, uh, was it soap operas for men? It's you can learn something from these things. So we talk about all that today. Offie's a really good dude, and I will bring you that conversation right after these words. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs, you're seeing low quality, promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders or a myriad of other red flags, and you are frustrated. I get it, brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life, and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high-quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, it's all about mindset. That's right, you've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my Practical Law of Attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology-based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me, you won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moths to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, it's that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, joining me today is a little bit of a legend in the men's self-help space. He's the author of 65 or so books. He's an international man of mystery and a little bit of a professional wrestling aficionado like myself. It's Afi Kingdom. What's going on today, man? Uh, yeah, we got, we got a few belts. We got uh, we got the classic 10, 10 pounds of gold one right here. Oh, you know what? I had that one up on my wall. I, I switched it out. And then we're going to do the stone cold. We're going to double it up for the sport. Okay. All right. All right. I to rotate my belt like my host. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I That's what I do. I've got, um, yeah, right over here now, I got the new WWE belt, which mm -hmm. um, you said you just got that one, right? 
the, the uh, new Seth Rollins belt? Yeah, I didn't want to get it, but now I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very weird about certain things. Like I like to have all of everything. It's weird. Like uh-huh. once I get a little invested, it's just like oh, so. It's like oh, so. Next on my list is uh the the uh, IDW. I'm, I'm very anal about stuff. The uh, IDWW IDWGP New Japan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, IWGP. Yeah. Uh, or IW is it IWJP? JP, whatever. Yeah. Not not the last one, the new one, but the one before that. The thing the is original. I, yeah, I got the intercontinental one, but the only reason I got that one, because at the time when I first started collecting belts, I wanted a belt with different color straps, each one. So I was like, I already got a black. So that's the only reason why I got it, because they had the white strap. But now that oh, okay. I've kind of played out all the colors, I can't really stick to that thing because it's it's you know. I'm out of color, so y'all want to get that one uh, million dollar belt. I want to get, but I'm gonna treat myself to that. I'm a like when I accomplish something. I don't know. I told myself when I host my first speaking engagement, I will mm. treat myself to that. So I'm gonna get the IWGP, the uh, the original uh, uh, which AJ Styles TNA. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And then the and the thing is, I didn't even like it at first, but I want the eight the TNT. Christian having it makes me want it because he's. Uh. he's he is at an all-time high right now. He's a, he's doing his absolute best work right now. For uh, for people that 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 don't know, we're talking about Christian Cage in uh, in AEW right now. He's phenomenal he's right King now. Bro, to the charts, but uh, yeah, I, I, I would say he did, they did just give make him go for the AEW. But I, at first, I thought they didn't put him in a major title. But he's elevating that title so much that he could just get it later. As long yes. as he gets it eventually, cool. But well, that, you know, that that's the thing about really good professional wrestlers is they make the they make the belt special. It's not the belt. You know, the guys that need the belt that like they uh, they're not as they're not as compelling, you know, like when uh, like John Cena, when he was the, the United States champion and he was doing the U.S. Open mm-hmm. like. It was like that was a, a a prestigious belt at that time, and, and he and he updated his mind, uh, his move set too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it, I don't know. It's really it's just, people that that don't follow wrestling. They're they're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Speaking. So I had a whole bunch of questions for you for wrestling. So we'll just jump to those, and then we'll go back to the other stuff. Cool. How did you get into pro wrestling, man? Um, you know what's funny is the first wrestling show that i seen was wrestlemania 2 uh, 2 was with mr t right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah because it wasn't the first one so it was two and it was like real spec spectacle ish yeah mr. T was on there i was familiar with him and then i was just hooked from there so i didn't i didn't i wasn't watching all this old shit at first like the first shit that i seen was a yeah. wrestlemania so i was like oh i want to i want to watch some more of this and that was a good time too, because that's where they were like crossing over the mainstream and shit. So it got a real good push. Yeah, yeah. That I was, uh, I was pretty young during all that. And at that time, all we had was my my parents didn't have cable or anything, so we just had local television, and we just had AWA wrestling on TV. So I would watch, you know, Vern Gagne's wrestling and stuff. But I would hear about people like Hulk Hogan and all the wrestling toys and Hulk Hogan out of the, uh, the, the cartoons and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to watch that, but you couldn't watch that if you didn't have cable. And my parents were too poor to have cable. <laughs> so I had to watch uh, AWA wrestling. You, you know, what's funny is uh, 
I went to Seattle and this 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 is the this when I when I you know I travel and this is the this is the one would make me really start looking at hotels because first I would just look at it okay so the, the the destination is cool cool and then so I went to Seattle to meet a girl that I met on a cruise and we were hooking up after that and I just I went to book a place and I was like okay I, oh refrigerator boom um, microwave boom stove boom I'm getting it so when I got there it was probably about as fucking big as a closet. And so I said, I got to pay attention to this stuff. I just, I was thinking, I, so the room was like as big as a closet, with, but it had everything that it said. So they didn't lie to me, but yeah. they had four channels on that TV. And one of them was uh, ESPN and they had AWA all like 24 hours. They had, it, it was either that, it went back and forth from AWA and classic American Gladiator. So I was like, shit, I would just watch this shit until she get off. <laughs> so, Dude, American Gladiators is hilarious, man. There's a there's a documentary right now on on Netflix about American Gladiators. Have you seen that? Yep, it's fire. That that that's what I that's what I love. My favorite genre is um is documentaries because I like real shit. You know what I mean? I like, yeah, yeah. I like watching things that could really happen. Like I was just watching Fast and the Furious um on the plane coming from Miami, and it was like this movie is cool, but I can't get into it the way people are into it. Like, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. it's always a, mm, like, all right, oh, the fire is right there. Like, okay, it's cool, but exciting, but it's yeah. that number 10 now. Like, none of this yeah. shit is really happening. Was that the new uh, Fast and Furious? There's yeah. There's so much, there's so much fucking. Good, dude, Jason Momoa in that movie is weird, dude. He's like, and he looks like he's What's had a it? hard What's life. It? They pushing a little narrative too. I know you noticed that. Yeah, yeah, pushing yeah. They they made him very, uh, very sort of feminine. Yeah, very flamboyant. Let's just say, yeah. They're definitely pushing that narrative. But he also like he he he's not like best in best shape of his life, Jason Momoa either. Like he looks like he's been drinking, you know, like <laughs> pretty 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 solidly. All right. So go back to wrestling. What's your favorite wrestler of all time? Well, I can't give you one. I can give you two. Okay. Uh, Ric Flair and Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake's right. You know what? I, I would say Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake's good. I was just talking to uh, Thor about this. Because mm -hmm. Thor's got his new uh, Dominant Masculine Presence book, right? And yeah. I was telling him, and he was talking about like the the voice stuff. You have a book on masculine presence too. I noticed. I got a book on everything, bro. I got tier. I got I got twelve tiers of books. That's why I always tell cats. They be saying, uh, "Which one should I get? I don't know what type of player you are, bro. I don't know." Because yeah. I got like, all my keys books. There's like keys to your crown, keys to future self, keys to the end. It's all it's all like a series of books. But that's yeah. all like feel good. My 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 swag, Tony Robbins shit. Do this, do that. Then I got the educator series. That's just like me telling stories and shit and giving the lessons. Mm. Then we got the, the tale series. That's uh, that's the dark, that's the dark pimp uh, triad type shit. And then mm. we got the conversation series. Conversation with the mind. Conversation to the dark side. Conversation with the souls. Hell set sacrifice. Hell set. That's all really a movie that I've written into a book form to have it turned in back to a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, because when I because when I when I had the idea, I just noticed that a lot of times people that I met that that they're trying to write or sell scripts or pitch them, it's hard. And then when you do get something, they change it. So mm -hmm. 
a lot of movies are made from books and they got to stay somewhat accurate. So I said, let me get a book that pop. And then if that they got to stick to it. Now I'm at the point where I can maybe make it myself because I, I got a little ideas to kind of make it like a Blair Witch vibe kind of thing, like a mockumentary, like it. So I could do go that angle. But that that's that. Then I got Genius Kids. That's my kids books. Uh, Facelift. That's about sculpting. But the but the real metaphor is progression. Yeah. Uh, cool Kids. That's about like I got that idea from Barney. You know how Barney was because he came to teach everybody something every week. So it's like the cool kid. He got the cool shirts, the shoes, the, the swag. So they yeah. are, he already got them. And then the metaphor with that is art because I did the art for it and travel because they in Vegas. And I, I do the nurseries and all this shit. And then uh, <laughs> Aki Productions, I, I just did debut that, that uh, series. So that's me, basically me writing scripts and plays, but doing the due diligence to publish it so y'all can see it. So it's mostly dialogue. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Uh, but going back to Jake, the snake, one of the things that I was telling, uh, Thor, which was so powerful about Jake was that he would, he would talk in a very low yeah. voice. He never raised his voice. Right. It, it caused people to, to, to stop what they were doing and, and pay attention. It drew them in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was really good about that. And then Ric Flair, obviously, I mean, he's he's just a fucking pimp, you know. <laughs> now that I, now that I told you that, and we keep talking, you can see both of them in me. Guaranteed. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what, I mean. That's one thing that a lot of guys don't understand too is uh, if they're not getting the results that they want. Like one one method of changing what sucks about them is emulating people that are successful. You know, they call that uh, modeling and like NLP and stuff like that. But, and then if you practice being like someone that you want to be like long enough, you, you change into that person and you become, <laughs> you sort of become that personality, you know, that's fast. It's, it's one, one way to do that. Um, so we talked about we talked about uh, all the different belts. So do you watch all the products right now, like AEW, New Japan, WWE, Impact, all that? I watch WWE faithfully, and I keep up with AEW. Since Christian's been in there, I'm, I'm starting to watch more of it though. Um, what you What do you think about uh, uh, Edge? I like Swerve. I like Swerve in there. That's my new guy over there. And oh I- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was he was he was phenomenal in uh lucha underground oh he had a mask on yeah 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 he was a kill shot he was kill oh, yeah. Shot. yeah that was a decent show i don't know what happened to it i don't know either that that first season was fucking awesome like i love lucha underground because i loved how they made it like an underground fight club type feel and then they incorporated all this like mysticism Story with it and stuff yeah <laughs> Man, it, they they ruined uh, Hollywood ruined that though, but it was so good. Um, what's your so you said you like the Christian Cage stuff like that? Was, would you say that's your favorite storyline right now, or or do you have a, a do you like what's going on better in WWE with like the Bloodline or something? WWE pissing me off right now, but they're getting a little bit of get back. Like I feel like, and see, I, we can get in that later. But like my my goal is even uh, I'm a manifester, and like if you go back and listen to an old video from a year ago. Everything's happened. Yeah. There's, there's nothing that I haven't touched. I can, I, 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 I can even sometimes update the video and I can drop a video in three months and it'll be up to date current to what the fuck I'm saying. 
Mm. Uh, so, so, so you're big, you're a big uh, like law of attraction guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All my, right. My, my, my first book was Conversation with the Mind. Now, now, if I'm a dating coach, it should be dating, but I wanted to come in showing that I got a lot of more sauce than 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 that. Like I, I I'm it's something I, I send it to you, bro. I send you, I send you, I send you one or two of them. It's a heavy shit. Just like it's it's like it's like pimp. Um, the book Pimp by Iceberg Slim, um, Out with the Devil and Hellraiser combined. Okay. Right? So I talk about manipulation and control, one person taking control of another person. And then like you remember like Austin Powers and G.I. Joe, how like if I take care of you, I tell you my plans to kill the world and shit. So yeah. basically I tell you how I got you from mm. that. Now you learned a skill, right? So that's the first one. Then the second one is meant to be an episodic series. So then I have um, different chapters like Rose and the Thorns, how, how women are beautiful, but they can hurt you, things of that. Never trust a bisexual. So each one of those chapters, it'll be an episode kind of like Tales from the Dark Side to represent that. Then we come back full circle with conversation with the souls. That's when you, who I took over, you come back and you give me give me dark souls, which is like the drug dealer, the, the hustler, the pimp, um, the prostitute. And then each person is contrasted. And it's like two books in one, because at the end, I break down the characters by pieces on the chessboard. You see? Yeah, yeah. So, so like the pawn is the simp. He's the weakest piece. The queen is the prostitute. She has the most access. You see? I'm I fucking see. YouTube up up next level game. <laughs> you know I mean? And then Hell Sexual Sacrifice is an extension from those characters that I introduced you to. Now you get yeah. their backstories. I created my whole universe. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. That's that's interesting. Yeah, because I uh my my first course I put out was a law of attraction course in yeah. this space. Cause I because for me, the law of attraction works in all areas of your life. Mm. It doesn't it, women money whatever health doesn't matter and so I, I i think it's like a fundamental sort of building block that guys could learn to help them get to where they want to be no matter where they want to go you know so that's why i made that my my first course um one last question about wrestling here and then we'll we'll move on to other subjects here so for guys out there that don't understand the appeal, because I didn't, I forgot to even give you the take on it. Told them real, 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 real quick. Because I, because okay. it not important. Yeah, yeah. Just the bad booking, bro. Like, I feel like when Roman Reigns fought Jay Uso, that was the perfect time to drop the strap, come full circle, and for it to make sense. He loses in a weird, controversial way with his brother coming back. Then he don't appear, disappears for three months. Like right. he could have, he could have had Jay because because that's what they be fucking up. They don't understand. Like you can have your favorites, but just like the Rock and Stone Cold, they were they were at the same level because they were at the same level. Seth Rollins and and, and Shinsuke is perfect example. Why repackage and build him up to lose fucking three times? Yeah. That, like, he, if y'all want to have Seth, be cool. But yeah, just yeah. let him have it for a couple of Raws. Lose it on a pay-per-view. Now he's a former world champion moving forward. You got to elevate the stars too. You just can't keep, like, bro, like three in a yeah. row. Yeah. For the people that, that are watching or that, that don't understand wrestling, like there is psychology to wrestling that where stuff makes sense and doesn't make sense. So I, I see where you're going with that. I can also see where WWE wants to try to make another Bruno San Martino with with roman reigns by having him keep the strap for like 10 years or something because that hasn't been done since bruno san martino <laughs> you know a thousand days is enough bro y'all made y'all point with the thousand 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, they could have they totally could have done that. And then Roman could have taken some time off and come back and they they could have done it better. The only reason why I give them a pass is because and it, but this is by luck. I know they didn't plan this because people yeah. could have shitted on it. But now Jimmy was looking like a main event player when he was gone. And Jay is looking like a main event player on the other show. Yeah. You know, but then when he came back, it kind of made him go down a little bit. Like, ah, oh, now he kind of, because he, he had a new vibe. You know what I'm saying? Now Roman came back, put him in check. Now that kind of, a little bit. You, you, know? you know how else they fucked up with, with Jay? They uh, they separated Jay from his brother. They moved him over to Raw so that he could be a, a singles player. And they made him a fucking tag team champ again. It's like, <laughs> they pigeonhole that poor guy. See, now, I was thinking they did that just so the tag team champions can go back and forth to both shows so that he can do the shit with Roman. But then they yeah. lost him. So now, now I'm lost. <laughs> right. It makes, you know, makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. I think I, I blame a lot of that kind of stuff as, as it, on Vince being back in the picture. Cause I think, I think Vince really just fucks with creative and I, I like NXT when it was under triple H was the best fucking brand they had. It was awesome. And then they did something where, where they made it like NXT 2.0. I couldn't watch it anymore. I was like, this is done. This is, I'm done with this. You know, it's, 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 it's unfortunate when, when Vince says, no, you know what? I'm going to take over. Fucking stop, dude. Just retire already. <laughs> like you had your run, you know? Because you gotta like I say, even I even tell people like, I don't I don't like you watch that. Yeah, I watch it, bro. And if you watched it, you would learn about high pyrogamy, female nature, dynamics, betrayal. It teaches you all of that. And yeah, you get the visuals behind it. Like, like I don't if two people are fighting, they ain't got nothing for to fight for, I'll fast forward that unless it's just like one like a dream match or something like, ooh, I know that's gonna be a banger. But other than yeah. that, like, it gotta be some I, for real tension. I did a whole stream on how pro wrestling is a masterclass in psychology. Masterclass. You know? Yeah, you know what was the funniest shit? The funniest yeah. shit was uh, when uh, when Triple H broke into Randy Orton's house and threw him out the window. That oh was- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the coldest one. That's good stuff. Oh man, just the other night. I saw something that was pretty red pill, I would say. Um, it was uh, Cody Rhodes was talking shit to uh, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, I don't know if you've noticed this, Dom, but uh, you are way more into uh, Rhea Ripley than she's into you, right? And that's like, that's a concept in game, you know? Like, if you're way more into her than she is into you, like, you're wasting your time, you know? Look, bro, I, I got a, I got a wrestling channel, and at but, but at first I, I I was streaming on it, and then before that though I would get wrestling clips and teach lessons from them. So mm-hmm. like I would play Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man and tell you don't fight over women. You feel me? Shit like that. And yeah, I, yeah. Like, NWO NWO click and it's just talking about how you need to trim the fat and get bad people out of your life. So you know they just start booting people out and shit. So but I just have my points, but I just use the wrestling. To show it. it yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah. People can actually learn a lot from wrestling. It's not just, uh, you know, the K, the kayfabe in general. You know, that was one thing that Glenn Lawrence and I wanted to showcase with our, you know, our our beef was the the, K, the kayfabe that ends up happening in the, men, the men's podcast space. You know, people beefing with each other on, uh, you know, 
getting to get clicks and stuff like that. But on the back end, they're friends. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of that going on. So I don't like internet beef. It's one of my pet peeves. I'm one of those. I make statements. Yeah. If, if, if if we get into it, I don't like you. You don't like me. We just not going to talk. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't, because I feel like, I mean, even though I do have friends on the internet, I don't feel like I should have to put you down in order to make myself look up. Because yeah. at the end of the day, these people are fickle as hell. So I'm like impressing strangers and stuff. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I For me, I would much rather work with everybody in the space than start beast with them. And I might not agree with some people, but I'm, I I want to help men, you know? So I might have someone on my show that I might necessarily not necessarily agree with, but if they're what they're teaching works for them and other guys, and it could work for someone that might resonate better with them. I'm much, I come on my show, man. Let's, let's help, let's help some guys out. You know, I'm not going to argue with you about it. Like it works for you. You know, how long have you been at YouTube? Dude, I've been, uh, I've been in the space probably about three years now. So and yeah. who the first people you seen? what's that? Who's the first people you seen? Oh man, the when I when I first started, I started out of a men's group, a men's group on Facebook called the Three Percent Man Group, and so a lot of the guys that were on my podcast were other guys that were learning the same stuff that I was learning, you know. So you was like Corey Wayne, you know? I was a Corey Wayne guy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, you read that book? What do you think of it? That was cool. I yeah, it was cool. I, for me, I'm a I'm a self teacher. And I'm like a, I'm a treasure hunter. So I'm gonna pick up gems anywhere. There's nothing, there's nothing bad. I can, I can read something terrible but still learn something from it. I could watch a bad movie and learn what not to do. So there, there's nothing that's a waste of my time. That's yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to look at it. You know, because that uh, there was things in that book that didn't work for me, but I read other books where things worked. You know, so I made sort of my own style out of various bits and pieces and stuff. You know, which actually brings me to another question. Then, so like you've been. You've been doing this stuff for quite a while. I think you've had a YouTube channel for at least five years now. Is that right? When I first came, I got the newcomer of the year for the Manosphere right there. And then oh. we got this from O'Shea. And then we got the Gang King Award, you know, so boom, boom. Where do you get – Who who's giving out awards? Who's <laughs> I thought they're from O'Shea. He sent them from uh, from Africa to get to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So, like, so when you've – you said you're, uh, you know, a self-learner. Yeah. Like, who are your biggest influences? On YouTube or just in general? Just like, let's say uh, with game in general, like you learned the shit from your dad or uncle or somebody, or did you, you know, read some books or what? You want me to, you want me to keep it a hundred with you? Yeah. Pips, bro. That's how I know my shit. That's how I grew up. I grew up in Oakland on the track. So, okay. That's what I seen. So, yeah. So that, and then just, um, I don't know. I was a different kind of kid, bro. Yeah. I was really like one of those different kind of kids. So like, so, so, so boom. So I could just tell you like this. So I remember being seven years old, right? Watching Hellraiser, the first mm -hmm. one. And so when I seen that, I'm thinking to myself, I know this is a movie, but there has to be some truth to this. And the truth was about how a woman can have a man into her willing to take bury her and take on her and her family and someone who she's sexually attracted to she desires him so much that she's willing to go 
trick people to get back to the house so she can so they can kill them and they can get blood. So I said, okay, that's extreme, but there has to be another level than that. Yeah. You know what I mean, so that's that sparked my interest. And it's funny, like when I wrote my book, how I was my first book, I was inspired by that, but at least that was a seven. So some things they they get in you and then they'll reappear later on for whatever reason. So um yeah, I was inspired by that, bro. And then from then, you know, I used to watch pimp movies and I and I seen it around and then I used to watch um and then my music, the music that I listened to and um you know my, my game changed though. Like when my when I first started dating, I used to run relationship game because I had an older brother. He was about 12 years older than me. And so he used to always have women. And but yeah. I used to hear him say, baby, I love you, woo-woo. And then he'd be aggressive with his women too. So I thought that me me spying on him, learning from him without him teaching me, I said, okay, when I when I want to get some cheeks, I gotta get a girlfriend. That's how I go. So I'm gonna get a girl, meet a girl, take her on a few dates, make her my girlfriend, and then we're gonna have sex. Cool. Now I figured it out. And then so I had sex with about maybe 15 women. I'm like, uh 16, 16. I started having sex at 15, but I really started at 16 is when I start having sex consistently. So I remember when I hit about the 15th girl that I hit, I remember um, I met her and she and she was younger than me too. I met her, we talked on the phone and she told me to come to her house the next day. So I took, took my ass on the bus and went to her house the next day. She had on lingerie and shit. And she, you know, gave me a BJ and we had sex. Now that happened, boom, on the ride home, I was like malfunctioning. Like, I think I might be autistic because I can remember everything, but autism wasn't nothing back in the in the 80s and shit. Like, it, it wasn't a thing now, you know what I mean? Because uh -huh. I work in education, so with, and I've seen kids that kind of do the same shit that I do. I'm not socially awkward, though, but the way their mind things, like, so routine, like, certain how certain things will bother me, but, uh... Yeah. Dang, what was the last thing I said? Uh... So you said uh, you were you were originally doing a relationship game, oh, but this yeah, chick yeah, gave yeah. you a blowjob. Yeah. 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 So then I said, so because I, I malfunctioned because I was like, wait a minute, I didn't do the steps. I don't. I I was so I was so weirded off that I didn't do the steps that I didn't even enjoy the sex. And I was like, what? I, you know, she wasn't my girlfriend. We didn't talk on the phone. I didn't tell her call her baby and I miss you. So are there other women like this? Yeah. Or did I get lucky? And then that's when I started. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Yeah, actually, yeah, you can learn a lot. You said going back to you learned a lot from pimps and stuff like that. You can learn a lot from pimps. I, I had on uh Mr. Lucario and he has a he has a whole like he has a documentary that he made with like different pimps and shit. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, a pimp too. I was in that too. I just, oh, I just yeah, I was just a gang kings uh uh like three weeks ago. Went to okay. Vegas, that shit spoke at that one and did the movie too, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mario, 1950 miles, boss Mac, Steve Dean. Am I missing somebody? That's the main, that's the people. Yeah, that's the people right there. Okay. King Dre was supposed to show up, but uh he in it too, but they did this, they did this part separate. So he's gonna be in it also, but he he wasn't down there in Vegas speaking roles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, very cool. Yeah, they, man, you go learn a lot from because because man, fucking pimps. They uh they're on a, like a whole other level because they're not only trying to they 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 not only get women to fall in love with them they get women to work for them and then make them money and shit like that's a whole other level of manipulation if you want to call it that you know um, if you could get that level that's that's 
It ain't that hard, bro, if you know what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I I, I ain't going to say too much, but I'd experience everything, bro. And I didn't, yeah. I didn't every every level from that to, to I had a, and that's, that was, that, I, I always, people always say, what was your first red pill? That was my first real pill. Not, not what I just said, but I had a friend who was a stripper. And so we would, he would do the bachelorette party. So every weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I would go and, um, and, 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 and be the MC for the shit and, and, and set up the smoke thing, get the money. And so well, the reason why that red pilled me is because I thought I knew what a promiscuous woman looked like until that. Mm. And so one week is 10 white girls. Then, then the, uh, the next later on that night is some good, better ghetto black chicks. Then the next weekend is some Indian ones, and then it's these weird. And it's like I'm telling you, I did it for five years, and there wasn't one time shit didn't go down. Mm. The, the minimum was like you know a girl whipping her breast out and some finger play. Like there was never a time, not not one, where it was just a dance and we went home. Never. Yeah. And the first Always show, something happened. Yeah. The first, the first show I went on. Uh, with him, he got uh, a, a BJ from two girls in this little tub thing that he had. This was the first one. And then they stole his G-string, and it was a whole big deal because it was specially made, and he had a show tomorrow. It was a whole thing. <laughs> this is my first experience with it. Yeah. I, 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 I've been to that and had sex with, like, five women in one night behind that shit, you know? Mm. And see mm. the pictures of the, of, the, of the people getting married. Like, damn, that's that's what she cheated on right there. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. And, it's, and that's something... I always tell guys like you got you guys want to sleep with a lot of women and that's cool but it can fuck your life up bro because you're gonna have problems trusting and shit bro so you yeah. gotta which one like for me it's it's hard for me to have a healthy relationship because I don't trust women but now I'm older I just pick my battles you know what I'm saying yeah 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 okay so yeah I saw I I just did a stream on like body count and um and like and, and there are studies that show that it impacts women's ability to have long-term relationships and stuff like that cuz it messes with them chemically and stuff like that. So you're saying that it, it can mess with guys too if they have if they have enough cuz they stop trusting women cuz women they they see the bad, really bad shit in women. Yeah, I always tell guys, if you never been the side dude, you don't know women for real, bro. You can't learn women from being man and woman relationship, man and woman that you don't know women for real like that. Mm. You got to know I like, 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 even then, I would, I would, I remember one time I had a, my ex girlfriend who I was in love with. I wasn't gonna marry her, I was young, but I was in love thinking she was significant. And then when we broke up, she would cheat on her new boyfriend with me. And I would see her on the phone lying and stuff. And I was like, wow, I was in her, you know? And then yeah. so from that, I made a, I'm not gonna say I made a habit of it like I'm doing it every day, but it happened more than once, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard lots of stories of, of uh, guys who, went off on the, the the side dude train you know like they just were like oh it's easier it's easier fucking married women and shit than it is you know like you know because married women never really want to settle down because they want they don't want to ruin what they got but at the same time they're they're also not fucking their man you know <laughs> and even when you, women when women travel solo you get to see it too you know? mm -hmm. like a lot of you know like the, the girl strips Guys are always worried about women on girl strip. That's a whole episode we can do because that's a lot because this can be talked about so many ways. But I brought that up to say you need to be worried about your girl. That's the, when y'all had the girls that travel alone because they be on some like flight attendants, bro. Some of the biggest three or fours, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, in fact, uh, going back to Ric Flair, uh, you ever read um, Jr.'s book? Uh, was it? 
oh man god i can't remember what it's called i think it's like grilling with jr or some shit i can't remember but oh no slobber knocker that's the name of his book i'm gonna read it now i'll pick it up oh it's fucking good dude it's a phenomenal book and i'd be serious about my reading I, yeah, I, I make time for it, even if I, I, I'll cancel dates to read. See, that's next level pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he tells a story and, about and, and real quick and yeah. just to teach you guys something. Not only is that next level pimp shit because it is, but it also it makes a woman feel some kind of way. See, because you in reverse, you'll be saying, "Oh, let me find something super significant to cancel this date." No, when you make things insignificant and cancel the date, now see now you. You blessed her with some insecurity you carried about your day. But you got to be at a certain level to understand that. Because it's, it's a flip around. Like, oh, my God, my mom died. No, I, I would say, oh, my God, I broke my toe. Now I can't, I can't eat today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that means she's less significant than that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so JR tells the story of Ric Flair. And they're in the back of a limousine with two flight attendants. And... All of a sudden, JR notices like these chicks like reaction and he looks over and Rick's got his fucking dick out, fucking pants off, dick out. And he's like, he's like, which one's, you know, which one's going first or some shit. Right. And the fucking girls like flip out. They, they want the car stopped or whatever. They get out of the car and JR looks over and goes, what the fuck are you doing? And Rick is laughing his ass off. He goes, dude, 80% of the time that works. Hey man, you never you never really know what to do until you try it, bro. Yeah, because I've, I've I've said I've did some weird things to get cheeks, bro. Not let me let me not use the word weird because because it's the internet. Y'all take that some too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's some, a clip. That's a clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done some. I haven't done weird things. So be behind it. I've done uh, just things that that you wouldn't think would work. Like I've um I've been in my car and pulled up on women and hollered at them like that and been with somebody. And got in the car with the chick just from that little short conversation and be like, hey, bro, me just meet me at the house. I'll, I'll let you know what's up later. Multiple times. But the thing is, is if you never have that type of success, you, you're just going to be like, OK, let me call you later. That's why I call them Insta dates, bro. Like yeah. sometimes you don't got to like go on a date, talk to one for now. You don't got to do all that. But you do it because you think you have to, but you don't. Yeah. No, I learned that in uh, Corey Wayne's book, actually. He would say they're not gonna stop you. They're not yeah. gonna stop you to take him to dinner. So don't expect them to go. No, 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 come on, my podcast. Just come over and screw me. I don't want to go. <laughs> they're gonna want to go eat. And, and yeah, yeah. They gotta eat too. They might as well go eat with you, right? Yeah. And then and then <laughs> when they know the faster they get you spinning, the more they're gonna win because they already know if you start spending a lot of money fast that you invest. And see, yeah. a lot of times it's this the pip game. See, I'm trying to tell y'all, it's the Oakland shit. In reverse, you be feeling like, okay, if I impress her and spend a lot of money, she'll like me more. No, bro. Yeah. But she does say they're not gonna stop you. So in the in a man's mind, they feel like, well, she keeps continuing to come, so she must like me. Not really. Yeah. No, they're they're happy to take advantage of that shit. I call it leading with your wallet. Yeah. I, yeah. If you're leading with your wallet, you're gonna attract gold diggers. You know. Yeah, I, I I say that to guys all the fucking th- God. There's um, I'm not gonna name names. There's fucking guys out there that are like, oh, you know, chicks, chicks, uh, or guys are invisible to ninety percent of chicks out there. You got to have a Ferrari and stuff. And I'm like, that is the wrong message, man. What about the if you? If if you literally just walk up to a chick, you you are now not invisible to her now. Like, <laughs> it's the dumbest f- fucking message to guys out there. It's, hey. it's, 
but this is what I be saying. Like, I be posting those memes and stuff of like the the women teachers sleeping with the students. Yeah, those same women have tenders and have these bios of saying what they ain't gonna do, what they ain't accepting, and be serious with me. Or, and but they're sleeping with a thirteen year old, but they but they still got the same shit. Oh, I need, I want to go. I don't, don't take me to the cheesecake factory. It'd be the same ones. They're not. They're not separate versions. Those same ones deal with regular guys the same way. Yeah. It's yeah. just those young guys know something that y'all don't know, and that's attraction and choosing signals and desire. Because young niggas, of course, they want to get laid by the grown-ups, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, so you coach you coach people. You don't just coach men. You coach no, women, too. Yeah. Yeah, I got, a, I got like 30% women audience, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't cater to them at all. What's um what's something that you tell women that might be different than you would tell a man? Or would you tell them basically the same thing, just just spun for, for women? No. Women are easier to coach because women care about the results more. Okay. Dudes want to kind of go back and forth with what they're willing to do, what they're not willing to do, what they already know that ain't working. When a woman wants a man and you say, do this, this, and this, and he going to do this, they're going to do it. Mm, okay. You know, I'll, I'll talk to a dude. He can tell me a story, and I can be like, man, your girl's a thug. And then he'll argue. No, she ain't like that. She's just, okay, bro. You didn't pay me to argue. Just women <laughs> You know? Yeah. I've heard, uh, like, women... It, uh, they're more they're more about uh, investing in in like coaching and relationship shit too. That's why I like too. I yeah. regret that every day, bro. I could I, I should have started content for women. Yeah, because I'd have been making way more money. But the thing is, is uh, that's how the first book I really the, the, so when I first started content, I I was making I was making videos for women, and then I wrote my book Finesse Game, which for which is for women. So that was for my first book was Conversation with the Mind and Finesse Game. Is my second book. So basically, in that book, it's 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 an acronym. It's um, find intent necessary, never empower someone else's endeavors. So that's how that's what it really stands for. So in this book, is originally it was called How to Get a Man in Twelve Months, and then so once I start making content, I, I knew I had to finesse the title. But it's mm. the same book. So every month is a different month, and it and it and it tells a woman how to finesse a man, right? So certain things like cook for a man. But if you want to get the bonuses, you could cook for him, but you serve him and give him a dessert. It's the small shit. Yeah. So, so if you go on a date with a girl, how was the date? Oh, yeah, man. The girl made some crap. And then she had to put that type of shit to make you stand out. Things like that. Or even finesse shit like how to make a man trust you. So, boom. The scenario. And, and, and so each strategy, I give an example of how I got finesse for it. So... So the boom. So how do you, how do how do I get the man to trust me? Boom. So ask your dude, ask your dude for a hundred dollars. He gonna give you the hundred dollars and tell him you gonna take him two weeks to give it back to him. In one week, give him three hundred dollars. You, you already passed the other chicks. He gonna be like, ooh shit. Yeah, she's trustworthy. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I tell him how to do it, but the end I finesse <laughs> the reader. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all personal development. But they went into it trying to finesse a man, but they bettered themselves. Honestly, uh, what I what I found going into this stuff myself was mm-hmm. that just in general, the whole idea of learning game and how to be better with women and stuff like that tends to make men better men in general too. So it sounds like it does the same thing for women in reverse. Yeah, the, the only reason why I used to I made a video I used to make videos at first. 
just for fun to troll people. And so I would just, I would, I would troll the content. So I would see videos <laughs> like how to get up your ex. I put the title. So I know they want to know. And I'd be like, man, fuck that bitch. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. And so what happened was I had booked a um, consultation with Ron Wills about writing books. Cause I had a, I had like a 20 rotation at that time. Uh, Cause I travel. So I, I don't, I don't, I won't just have them where I'm at. I have them where I go too. And so I was like, I really want to be an author. It's one of my, cause I always was writing. I didn't, I didn't, I always be telling people, I don't write to create products from YouTube. I was just writing my whole life. And now I got people to fucking sell it to. Yeah. I got books of raps and poetry and that, you know, a whole shoebox is full of it. So it, it's not, it's not that I'm just, oh, I need to create something to sell. No, it's, it's for me. I'm just sharing it with y'all. Mm. But, but it, but it does give you real, like it, for me, it, it start really giving me more confidence when, you know, when I, I got with number one, that's the first thing. But when I start hitting across the world, because it's different when you're telling this shit to your friends and it's your little circle of people. But when this cat's from Australia, man, and just everywhere, Russia and Japan, it's like, oh, wait a minute. So this stuff is for real because everybody can see before it's just you and your friends. So it don't really seem like nothing, you know? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Speaking of, speaking of writing and coaching. You don't just coach people on game either. Your website offers coaching for writing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed that too. I was like, this guy, you know what? I mean, he makes writes uh, sixty five plus books. You know, he should be a little bit of an authority on 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 writing. What yeah. else do you coach people on? Well, at this point, brother, I, I coach people on everything only because a lot of people have been watching me for a long time, and um, they like like I was saying, like the, the dude Ron Wills. He was impressed with me because that was the first consultation that he ever had that wasn't about dating. Mm -hmm. So he made a, he said, you need to start a channel up. And I said, I do, but I don't really be, you know, you know, but so he made a video and told people to subscribe to me. Mr. Lucario seen that. And Mr. Lucario interviewed me. And when he interviewed me, I didn't think nothing of it. And then I remember he was like, uh, yeah, give me your, uh, give me your contact. I made up the email live on the air. didn't even have it. And then after that, I was like, oh shit. And so I went to like AMS and all these guys, like, how much they charging for consultations? 125? Ah, fuck that. I got pipped. I'm gonna charge 250. Not thinking people were gonna pay it. Yeah. And then that week I had like eight consultations for two. So I'm like, how could I not run with this? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It was sense. funny because it was that was like a troll. I was just thinking, well, I ain't gonna pay it. And then they, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Well, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's kind of yeah. The first time, uh, like I started, I, I started doing uh coaching through uh through Patreon yeah. last year, and like I I put it out. I was like, ah, I'm I'm, no one's gonna buy this. There's so many fucking coaches out there. No one's gonna. Literally the first the first day, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, yeah. okay, all right, yeah, all right. And that's what like I was saying. Thing. People people I get coaches about everything because people know I'm a very real person. I, yeah. I don't give a fuck about what people like. People know I'm transparent. I, I, I don't have no filter. And so a lot of times people say it could be stuck with their mama. It could be their friends hating on them because they know that I'm going to keep it transparent with them. And sometimes yeah. it's hard to tell real stuff to people who know you because they you know they're going to judge you. And they don't want to be judged. They want to fix the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. say, like, say, like say there's a guy and he has a lot of girls. Well, you may not even know that he's a virgin. And and he just has a lot of girls, but he's scared of sex. Maybe he got a little wang, or maybe he got you know rape, whatever. There's reasons, but what I'm saying is he's not gonna tell y'all he a virgin, but he's gonna tell me. Right. 
you know, because he feel comfortable because he know I'm going to tell him. Because I, I always tell people, I'm not the feel-good coach. I'm not going to make you feel good. If you need to get roasted, you're going to get roasted. And then sometimes it's weird because I've actually had guys want me to yell at them, bro. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I th- but I think uh, most guys that do uh, want to coach, they don't want to be placated because, mm. you know, they know that whatever they've been doing up to this point isn't right. And so they need some they need somebody to say, hey, no, you're fucking up here, man. They don't want someone to be like, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. You're otherwise they would hire a chick to do it. I think. Um, <laughs> so you have a, you have a video uh, on your channel from a couple of months ago on five hacks, five hacks for cold approach. <laughs> I love that title too. Five hacks. So what do you think guys struggle with when it comes to uh, approaching women? Well, first thing, let me put it out there. I'd be clickbaiting. But I'm such a sarcastic <laughs> guy that it's I, like I do it and I, it's like funny to me, but I know yeah. that I'm providing value. So I know they get you there. So I so I will say that Yo, you come to my channel. That's, what, that's why I said that's why I said I love that that title because I know it's clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm just because I yeah, like I did one in Spain and I was just like, yeah, I can't find no choosing singles in Spain. Where are they at? You know, because I'd be telling guys, dude, if you like a woman, go talk to her. I, yeah. I, I, I am not. Now, I will say that I'm not one of those guys who say, um, only when women come to you because because some women will like you and don't want you to know because they fear rejection. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's been plenty of girls who I smash who they told me they were scared to talk to me at first or they used to look at me, but they surprised I didn't know this type of thing. So to, to answer your question, the five things that's wrong with, with men is the first thing is they fear the rejection. That's the first thing. And I'll be telling guys like, bro, you shouldn't, they're strangers, bro. You you talk to them, then you're most likely not even going to see them again. Why do you care what a stranger thinks of you? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the first thing. They they scare they scare the rejection. The second thing is they don't be having real confidence. They see, I'm not I'm not with the fucking uh, looks money status bullshit, bro. Because because I've been having women my whole life, bro. I never I never I never not had chicks. You know what I mean? But I'm just an interesting person. I'm very intelligent. I'm a fucking painter, a sculptor. And then I, and then I got sauce. And then I know how to dress like all these things. I got waves and shit. Like, so I know I know women like me. And the thing is, is like, you got to know what women like about you. Just because you think something is valuable, it matters what she think. If you if you think if you think she likes you for your six pack abs, she may like you because you're a good cook. Mm hmm. You gotta so you gotta know what the value exchange is. Any woman who I deal with, I will tell her what type of value I'm getting out of her so she can continue to do it. See, guys mess up right there too. They expect a woman to know. You don't women just don't know, bro. When you when you meet women, a woman is not gonna come off at, in a package, you're a girl. Here she is made for you. You gotta know how to mold and shit. Ain't no woman gonna come how you want her, even if it is. Even even if attraction is like that, I promise you, and you know that. But uh, no matter how hot a woman is, somebody's always tired of her. So a woman gets less hot once you see her insecurities, which you're only gonna see if you're in a relationship or deal with her. If you go on a girl date with a girl one or two times, have sex with her two times, you don't know her insecurities and all that shit yet. So you're gonna fantasize about the highlight of how things was because you don't know. But if you would have dated for six months. Oh, she got super mommy issues. Her mama be her mama runs her life, so you didn't get to that part yet. Or she might not even have good hygiene and shit. She just has good hygiene because she fixes herself up when you take her out only. Her house may be disgusting. 
Yeah, yeah. But you don't know all of these things. You 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 you've seen how her face look and how her ass look, and then you go into fantasy mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was- that, yeah, that, that 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 that's what that's the main problem is. The other the fourth thing is men value sex too much. I mm-hmm. love sex, but it don't it doesn't it doesn't run me. I'm not about to go through hoops and shit to 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 have sex with a woman on Tinder. Let's say she's at giving me one word answers, but I really want. I'm just gonna find another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so they waste a lot of time on mediocre attraction. That's why. Uh, that, uh, Ryan Ryan Stone did a video about this uh, like a, a while ago. He was saying that, and it made perfect sense to me. He's like, when when a guy hasn't eaten in a while, right? Hasn't eaten in in because you can go like three weeks without food, right? But if you've gone like two and a half weeks without food, like all you can think about is fucking food, you know. And sex for men is sort of like that. If you don't have sex and you've like never had sex or you haven't had sex in months, like that's like on your mind. Like that's all that's on your mind is something like that. But if you learn how to spin, this is why like spinning plates is so important. Even if like your goal is a relationship, you know, spinning plates initially is like the cure for all that shit because you do eventually, you do get that, you get that need satisfied. And then you start realizing that you're not going to deal with, chicks bullshit you can there's always another chick out there it doesn't fucking matter you know but but guys won't let themselves get to that point you know they're just they're too scared to do that me 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 personally i've only had problems in a relationship because i'm 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 genuinely not a relationship guy even though i've liked women enough to compromise and give them that because i feel like they earned it but it's not natural for me to meet like like i I tell tell the one right now like I've never been in a relationship that I've asked to be in. Every relationship I have been in, it's always been the girl. I've never like liked the girl and been like, let's be. I, I don't even know what that means or how it feels. Yeah, yeah. I've been well, on the on the on the on the rejection side. Let me just keep try to buy time and stuff. And then finally, I'm like, fuck it. I don't yeah. know what it's like to like a girl and be like, I don't want you fucking with nobody because it usually happens to me first. Yeah. Well, honestly, that that uh, is more natural to women to do that like to lock the guy down, you know, like, uh, evolutionary wise. Like right. if you, if the guys that are trying to lock a chick down fucking dries up a pussy so, so much chicks are like, wait a second. What does this guy not have any options? Like it just, it actually turns women off, you know? So guy, that's one thing I had to unlearn. Cause I was that guy, you know, I was that guy that was always like, so what are we now? Er, you know, like a fucking dipshit. Yeah. And, uh, and I realized like, why am I scaring all these chicks off? You know, I'm able to get dates. I'm able to, to screw, you know, have sex with chicks, but like, I can't keep them around past like two dates. You know, what the fuck am I doing? It's because I was being too needy and, uh, I had to unlearn all that shit. You know, I will, I will say this. Now this is advanced game. So if it just happened to be some advanced game cats, y'all can use this, but you got to use it. You can only be advanced to use this. So this is finesse game. So there are times where I will not necessarily, I won't say I want a relationship, but I will like love bomb and sweet talk a woman because I understand love languages. If you understand love languages, you can do certain things because you kind of can tell from a woman's personality which one it is, or you can ask her straight up. So, so if I meet a woman and I'm her type and she, see, we ain't going to say gifts because that's gonna, not going to be me. So if her, if her love language is uh, words of affirmation, I'm going to find every opportunity to be like, oh, my God, baby, 
You know what I'm saying? I love the way you cook that. Woo -woo. So y'all would think it's simple, but really I'm just feeding her ego to get what I want. See the to see the see the finesse part of it is those real what I'm saying, those the feelings not behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say whatever you want if the feeling ain't behind it. If I tell her, and it's not like I'm lying, because I'm not telling a story, but if I just tell a woman I'm super into one or I can't live without her, yeah. You see, if I really feel like that and she dumps me, I'm stressed. If I'm just slanging words like frisbees, then I'm gonna be like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> That's like it's kind of like uh uh in NLP, right? Like in NLP, you learn language patterns, you learn how people learn and so they use words a certain way like certain people that are a little more visual they always say stuff like oh i i see it that way i i, I know like I, I was watching that like it's all about visual stuff so if you pick that up and then you start talking that way that builds that kind of same rapport same same kind of idea i would say yeah it, it, just like talking like you meet a woman at a bar you want to talk low so to bring her in now you're talking to her ears now it turns into seduction but see you may do that to see the whole part of the game is a lot of guys do a lot of successful shit but they don't know the science they don't do it on purpose it just happens like say a guy he's not into a girl right boom so you got a girl she may have a fat ass but you don't like the way she looks so you're not really into her and she's yeah. super chasing you and you're like oh man why she take no you need to keep that same attitude with the woman that you like it's your energy that you're putting off so, but see, you, so you're doing. She's she's doing what you want, but it's not because of the. You don't understand the science. You're just irritated. But if you know how to do the things on purpose, yeah, then that's when you elevate. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll, yeah. When you start doing things uh, sort of intentionally and deliberately, and you realize like there's sort of a, a, a steps behind some of this stuff, and there's a there's a reason why you do certain things, mm -hmm. it, it and then you start noticing that when you test it out, it like it it happens like clockwork. And you're like, oh shit! Like, there's, there's something to this, <laughs> you know? That's that that's a that's sort of like a, an epiphany, aha moment when you start testing this stuff out, you know? Yeah, brother. I, when when I was young, I was 17, and I remember, you know, at that time I would probably have like, you know, three or four girls at a time. And but see the way that I ran my game then, it was like super girlfriends. Like all these girls just thought that we were, I was their man. Like it was like that. And so um, I would just uh, do a relationship, my dog, move, do it, <laughs> do it, do it relationship style. And damn, maybe lose my thought. Rewind me real quick, we're back. Uh, we're talking about how there's a science behind all this stuff. Oh yeah, 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 boom. See, thank, that's all I'd be needing, just a little, little drop. So, so I remember, and I was just like, I would have the main girl, and then I would have like the four side girls. And I was confused because I'm like, these four side girls, I don't talk to them that much. I don't treat them that good, but they're missing me, loving me, wanting me. Now I got a whole girlfriend. She telling me I ain't shit. I, I tell her I love her, though, and take her on dates. So I was be, be thinking, how come I can't get her to act like them? And then I mm -hmm. look at myself and I said, it ain't them. It's me. Yeah. It's I'm giving off a different energy with them to this one. So that's how I learned it. Mm. I be having yeah. ahas. Once I have one aha, it changes my life. I don't have to, I'm not the type of person where I have to like have shit happen to me five times and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I, I I I I did do the open ro rotation game. And I learned that from Flavor Flav because I, I because before I used to try to keep my shit private. And then I, I seen how, okay, if you got great, and he because you know he wasn't even super famous. They cut that kind of made him famous after that. And I was just like, 
He's you know not he's not like Ray like Ray J. He looks like he has girls, so that's different. But he's yeah. not that famous, and he talking to these girls like, oh, you didn't earn your date, so I'm gonna go on a date with this one, and then get some more points, and maybe we can do it tomorrow. So I'm like, oh, when you have the multiple women, and they know you 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 play them against each other, but you reap all the benefits. And so once I learned that, I would I would I would open my rotations. Mm. So I would have one over here, one over here, and have it open, and then introduce them. And so that's player. So not see, not just threesomes, but I would have threesomes and shit with separate girls in my rotation and bring them together. Mm. Okay. But I learned that just from watching the show. See, hell, people watch that show. Y'all didn't learn that. That's the genius. <laughs> that's but you got a book. Genius. You got a book on that though, right? Oh, yep, yep, yep. International player about see, just like that. <laughs> I wrote a whole book on how to build worldwide rotations. Not not rotations, worldwide rotations. So yeah, because I've been traveling since about two thousand. So like I've I I I picked up I picked up a lot. And I always say too, like you need to travel because let's say you need let's say you only lived in New York, and that's the only vibe you know, bro. You don't even know how women are for real, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know are, how New York you know how New York women are women over there, bro. Yeah. They talk to you crazy. They call you a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And it's normal because all the women, you know what I mean? Like, like before I went there, I used to just, you know, I used to see the movies and they'd be like, hey, yo, shorty. Hey. And I'd be like, why do they talk like that? And then once I went there, I was like, oh, now I get it. Because I'm like, hey, excuse me. They walking right by my ass. I ain't getting shit. Yeah. So you like, call them shorty. They're like, hey, what? what yeah. What? Yeah. I went like, oh, for <laughs> 10. Like, Pow. Nine right there took a pistol in the neck. Like, damn, right. I've been code approaching all day. I ain't got shit. Call, then I had a big route. You got to be assertive out there. Where's my call them shorty? Okay. Got it. <laughs> write that down. Yeah, you like, hey, yo, pull it, grab that. You're like, you got to be like that or else. But then, like yeah. I said, then if you go to like uh, Columbia or I'll even say DR, because in DR, they're more aggressive. And not even like the prostitutes, like the women will like, like blow kisses at you and shit. And that could be weird if you're not used to it because you're not used to super attractive women blowing kisses at you. You're like, what the hell did I got? Is she talking about a movie star or me? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Would but, you call that a choosing signal? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always tell guys, man, if, if you if you pay enough attention and study people, take six months off and study people, then that'll elevate your game. Normally get no ass, but you understand uh, body language, like I, I can tell, I can look in a woman's eyes and figure out everything for she say anything. Mm -hmm. It's a look that women have. It's a tone that women have. When they, it's it's like it's certain little certain little nuances or recipes for certain things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like uh, I work in education, so I've seen so many divorced women that I know what a divorced woman look like. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. Uh, one last question here, and then uh, then we could wrap up. So we talked about that you travel a lot. So uh, you're a little bit of a little bit of a passport, bro. What are some misconceptions people have about being a passport, bro? For one, I'm the passport king because that oh, passport, okay. shit, that passport <laughs> shit. I never was really with that, bro. Because I've been because like I said, that's some three years shit, and they only talking well, now spread out. But it was just. Colombia, DR, and Brazil. Like I go to Africa, I go to Thailand, I go to fucking Germany and shit. So I don't, don't I don't like being connected with that because I'm just a traveler. But I would say that the number one thing, the number two things that people misconcept is people who are tricks and they go over there, over there tricking. That's the first thing. And the second thing is is everybody over there looking for love. I don't go over there tricking or looking for love. 
I just mm. like to travel and I know how to knock women. I always tell people, like for me, if I go to Colombia or Thailand or whatever, like see guys fuck up. They either wait, they only they, they depend on the dating apps or they wait for um they wait for the environment. They wait for the environment. So they'll just watch they'll spend the whole fucking day doing nothing and then turn it on when they get to the bar. Like, mm. no, me, if I go exchange my money, she cute, I'm at her. Money exchange, boom. Get me a taxi. Oh, what's your name? Oh, you like books? Oh, okay, I'm an author. Boom, that fast. Give me your IG. No, she gonna love it. Oh, let's exchange IGs. We don't exchange numbers over here. We exchange IGs. And my IGs got the shit that the women like. Travel, food, funny shit. And a lot of dudes. So they can even find another one who ain't me. It's set up. But I, I control all of that. I set mm. it up that way. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it, that's one thing that I, I think... So I was a I was a sailor. So I've been like I've been completely around the world. One thing that one of the, the the biggest things that I learned in the Navy is that chicks love American dudes. They absolutely do, but a lot of them only want a ticket back to the US. So the guys that are going over there looking for love, it's like you can't bring her back here, man. You no, can't man. bring her back here. They are they, they are gonna fucking rob you. Hold on, real quick. You can't bring them back and just assume that they're having sex with somebody, bro. Even now, even if they're not, just just tell your mind that they are, bro. Don't just think if you are skyping her every night and you seen her in January and you won't see her again till November that she ain't got slayed when you had sex with her the first day you met her. Yeah, be realistic. Even if she's not doing it, just tell yourself she is, and then you find then because what happened is you go over there in November and you all in love with her and shit. And then her, then she go takes a shower and her phone is out and, and it's unlocked. And you just, you might not even intentionally do it. And you go through her WhatsApp and it's dick pics and all types of shit, bro. Like, <laughs> Women are women all over the world. That's, that's for sure. Man, this has been a, a really fun conversation. I really appreciate it. Where, where can, uh, where can people find you online? Uh, it's, bro. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Instagram is international.afi. Follow me there and follow Afi Kingdom Books. I'm gonna have the um I'm gonna have the website up, Afi Kingdom Books, in uh probably early December. Cause I'm dropping like 10 books this month. Cause uh, wow. 10 yeah, books. I, I was I was writing a lot because my channel had that not my channel. Well, my channel has been deleted before too. But okay. my, my they took my Amazon account. Somebody tried to hack it. And once they duplicated, it's automatic. It's the same level of porn bomb. Like, it's no questions asked. So oh. it took me like five months to get it back. And that's how come I said I want to just get all my stuff. And because um, let me just say this, because it'll teach guys something. This is a real lesson. Okay. Um, so when they take your account, bro, it's like you don't exist. So it's funny. When you had accounts, you get all this support and shit. They just leave you with the, the the tab shit, not even a direct email. And then you get the prototype fucking, oh, sorry about that. We'll look into this and hit you in a week. And you get the same thing. They just change the name over and over again. And and so it took me about 40 emails. See, y'all would have gave up. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I had gave up because then the emails started getting a little slick. Like we said what we said, the vibe start changing. And then so I, I, took, a, I, I took a different route took a different route. So before I was basically saying, I ain't do shit. Give me my shit back. What the fuck wrong with y'all? Yeah. I had to eat it. And I was just like, oh, maybe I did make a mistake. 
I will never do it again. You know, I don't know what how it got duplicated, but maybe I gave my pack. You know, I just yeah. ate it just and that and then boom, here your here your shit go back. So so from from that time though, guys were hitting me up, and that's what I'm saying. That man, I was depressed, bro, because people was like selling my shit on Reddit and eBay, and I'm and I can't if I didn't have copies of my books, I wouldn't even have access to it. So mm. they just totally swipe it. And so, but then I have auto auto books, so they can make money off your stuff, and you can't make money off your stuff. It's crazy, that's, bro. That's funny. You don't you don't pay attention to these contracts. You just want your shit online or whatever. So you know, obviously, it's it's a good flex just to say by branding that your shit is on Amazon, um, because people know Amazon. But I got books that are like two hundred and fifty dollars about real dark shit. Multiple mm. ones, 200, 250, 219 shit that I don't want the put. It's not even for sale like that. So when somebody drives, when somebody, if somebody get a consultation and they told me that Red tells her her desires, I'm going to take them serious because I know they will, they don't want to know the real shit. So anyway, so people would just cash at me and I send them the file. So then from that, I was like, you know what? I don't need Amazon like I thought I did. Yeah. So now, yeah, I just, huh? I was going to say, there's a lot of guys uh, I see on Twitter that sell their books just from mm -hmm. Gumroad and shit, you yeah. know? So I just said, I'm going to get Ivy Kingdom books. So I got the, the, so the website. I got a, I got a website for the dating. But, so this is just going to be strictly for my books. It's going to look like a, 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 a mock, a mock uh, library. And I'm just going to put my shit in categories, like a real library, like dating, just like a library is, kids. And so that way I could just promote the book as a whole, I mean, excuse me, the website as a whole, and people could go over there and pick and choose what they want, just like a clothing store. Instead yeah. of like, oh, I, I got a book coming out, y'all. I'm going to talk about this shit for five months. One more week, here it is. I'm too creative for that. Yeah, you do make more money, but I have five number one debuts already. I know if I really want to do that, I can do that. But yeah. my mind will go crazy with the ideas because I want to move on to the next one. Like, I'm writing a book right now. I just told you I'm going to drop some stuff, but I, 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 I don't take any breaks. Mm. I've got these ideas in my head, and then I had conversations. Oh shit! Boom. Yeah, you know, I can watch this back and, and, and think about writing a psychology book about you know, because like I say, it's just my interest that I'm sharing. I'm at, at this point, I don't. I'm not writing shit to impress anybody or to be like, oh, it's like, hey, I just know I know the shit. The information there, either get it or don't get it, but yeah. it's there. Yeah, you know, makes so, sense. Yeah, get my books on uh, Amazon. Just type in AFI Kingdom, and it'll take you to my store. And all my stuff will come up and it's categorized. So if you get confused, it'll say five of seven, one of three. So if you get the second one, and I did that on purpose too, because I already know. See, let me just say this too. Like people, people will be like, man, your book's too expensive. No, the shit that you want is too expensive. International King, $2.99. You ain't complaining about that. You right. know what I'm saying? So I got shit you can buy. It's just not the shit you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got yeah. a bunch of 999, 1999s. So, plenty. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What what do you want at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, very cool. Uh so that that website's not up. I'll, what I'll do though, I'll, I'll link to your YouTube channel, I'll link to your uh your Instagram, and then uh once that's out, guys, you can you can check that out. Otherwise, until then, go find them on Amazon. Yeah. Cool. Afi, thank you so much, man. I'm going to give you the rest of your night back. Thank you. I appreciate you. And then I'm a, I'm a, I'm a host you too next, man. So I look forward to that. And, um, you know, whenever you, whenever you ready to put this out, send me the file and I'll upload it for you also. All right. Yeah. Sounds good.
All right, my brother. Thank you. Afi, thank you so much for joining me, man. You're welcome back anytime. Great conversation. Uh, if you guys didn't know, shortly after recording this, Afi had me on his channel with Alpha Villains. He, We recorded that live, but he does things differently than me. He records it live straight to YouTube, but makes it private, and then he just makes it public later. It's kind of interesting. I do things a little bit differently. I record uh, interviews ahead of time, edit it, and then schedule it as a pre-recorded live through StreamYard. It's, you know, different strokes for different folks, but great. That was a great conversation too. So guys, definitely check out Afi's channel. I'll have a link to his YouTube channel in the description uh, and go go watch that episode. We we really get into depth on, on like my philosophy on pro wrestling and why I like it so much. And also, you know, other 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 points of the game, you know, we differ on, on some things, but that's okay. You know, like, <laughs> like if, if all of us were, were doing the same thing and all of us were thinking the same way, somebody's not thinking, you know what I mean? So it's, it's good to have different takes from things. And, and Afi's, he's just a, he's just a good dude, you know, like he's just like fun guy to talk to just one of the bros, you know what I mean? Good dude. Uh, so if you guys aren't already following Afi, definitely, definitely give him a follow. All right. That's all I got uh, for this episode, guys. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thanks to anybody that dropped comments. It's not too late. You can still drop a comment. That helps boost us in the algorithm. Thanks to anybody that sent super chats. It's not too late. You can still send super chats. I'll be sure to screenshot it and give you a shout out on social media for that. Uh, follow me on social media. Speaking of which. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Get your PDF with 20 dating app openers and I'll also mail you some stickers. Take the practical law of attraction course, guys. There's only a, you know, a couple of weeks left where you can get 30% off with code THANKFUL2023. So if you've been thinking about taking the course, take it now while there's, while there's still a discount. Okay, guys? Don't miss out on that. Join the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's only 10 bucks a month. There's a free trial with that too. So if you want, wait until December, wait until like the Monday before we have our next meetup and join then, join the meetup, see if you like it. If you like it, cool, stay in the group. It's only 10 bucks a month. If you don't like it, no problem, unsubscribe, no harm, no foul, okay? And then same thing with coaching. Coaching's available with a free trial. So sign up for the free trial, schedule your call. Let's meet up. Let's talk about what we could do for you. And uh, if you if you want to move forward, just, just stay signed up. If you don't want to do it and say, you know what? This might not be for me. No problem. Unsubscribe before you get charged. Okay. No harm, no foul. All right. I've got things set up like this because I want you guys to succeed and I want you to feel comfortable. You know what I mean? You got to feel comfortable doing this sort of thing. This will be working with me one-on-one -on -one directly. All right. All right. That's all I have for this episode. Tune in Wednesday for the live stream. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.